Hello, beloved. Welcome to My Strength and My Shield, a podcast about spiritual and self-care. My name is Nisi, and this is a special episode. It's not numbered. It's not anything that I've really planned, but I wanted to come on here and share with you part of the reason why I haven't been around. And I'm really glad that you are tuning into this episode because I have some big, big news that I'm very, very excited about. Your girl is engaged. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's part of the reason why I haven't been around. Um, There's been a lot of discussions and planning and exciting things. And the reason why I'm putting out this announcement now is that a tradition in my church is that when people are engaged, they kind of go before the congregation. So you know, I said, and then my now fiance said in a different section, and then the pastor, who is his father, calls us to the front, and you know, he kind of reproposes, and everyone is like, ooh, ah, yay, and then the congregation prays over us, and I really appreciate that tradition because, you know, that's, you know, the old adage, it takes a village. I really do think it takes a church to help a relationship that is Christ-focused to continue to be that way. We're going to need guidance and mentorship, whether it's planning for the wedding, preparing for children, you know, all of the big steps that come. We are so rooted in our spiritual family that I couldn't imagine having us go through this journey without including the church. So I was a little bit nervous. Um, In fact, I thought it was going to happen at the end of service, and it kind of happened at the beginning of service. So as soon as his father called his name, I kid you not, I had my phone in my hand, I immediately, like, it just flew out of my hand. It flew down the aisle. I was just so in such shock that it was happening right now. Um, Not in shock that we were getting engaged. He actually proposed last Saturday. Um, Many of you know that he and I have been dating for a while, and the first place that we met for our date when we first met, the first date we ever had was at an arch. It's at Grand Army Plaza. So if you're from Brooklyn, you know the arch that I'm talking about. If you're not from Brooklyn, Google it. You'll see the Grand Army Plaza arch, and that is where we met for our first date. And on our first date, you know, we kind of just met. Our plan was to just hang out. We ended up walking around Prospect Park for like three or four hours. Now, mind you, our first date was on December 14th, so it was the middle of winter, but our conversation was so good that we ended up just walking around the park for hours. And then when it was time to leave, because a part of our date was we were going to go to the park to chill, and then we were supposed to go to like a coffee shop to kind of just hang out and talk some more. Well, he got so turned around from walking, you know, we walked around the park for three hours, and when we left the park at a different exit, we couldn't find his car. So we spent another, like, hour finding his car, and that whole area, you know, around Prospect Park and around the arch is very special to us. Over the years, every time we've passed it, we always talk about that's how we went for our first date. So he proposed under the arch. It was very special, very intimate. Um, He proposed, and I thought we were going to the museum, and I kind of had a hunch that maybe he might propose, but I knew that he had talked to my father three weeks, like three or I think it was three weeks before he asked me to marry him, and so I knew the engagement was coming. It was the point where every time I saw him, I was like on guard. You know, if he was bending down to tie his shoe, if he was driving past a certain place, if we decided to go to a restaurant that we've been to before, I was just like, is this it? Is this the day? (laughs) I always had my nails done because I was always ready. And 
it was, I was always on pins and needles. So on that day, and I kind of saw him sitting to the side, I was like, oh, Nisi, here you've gone and psyched yourself up again. He's not proposing today. You got yourself hyped up for no reason. And then, of course, we were there, and he was like, isn't it crazy that this is, you know, where we met for our first date? And, like, we say that before, so I wasn't really thinking about it. And then he asked me, you know, where was the spot that we actually met? And we walked around a little bit until we found the exact spot. Long story short, when we got to the spot, um, his best friend and two of his other guy friends were there. Um, they had the cameras. Our seat, he, like, when he got down on his knees, I started crying. And I was, you know, he said his thing and he asked me to marry him and he claims that he didn't hear me actually say yes. I know that I said yes. I was just crying a lot. Um, so we took pictures and then afterwards we went to a restaurant and as we were walking up and down the street, I tell you, this man, he told strangers, he told people behind the counter, this is my fiance, we just got engaged and it was such a, I don't know, I've been riding that moment, that high, that happiness. Uh, for a very long time, and it's interesting because the way that I feel now is just like this feeling of peace. I am a little bit anxious because, you know, I'm an introverted person, and there's a lot of attention on you when you get engaged. People are excited for you. They have questions. They want to know when is the date, and what honeymoon spot are you going to, and how soon are you going to have kids, and we literally have not been, in, like, it's only been a couple of days since we've been engaged, so a lot of it has been me trying to be prayerful, um, trying not to get anxious, and I've shared on this podcast that I have my own anxiety issues, so having that pressure and that excitement and then also that genuine excitement, that happy anxiety of, oh my gosh, what's next? What comes with the planning? It's just this energy that's kind of rushing through me. And the good thing about him is that he's always there to just be like, it's going to be okay. You're doing great. You know, he, he talks about how I'm the most organized person that he knows. So he knows that I'll be fine planning. And I, I, I appreciate his um, reassurances because I'm not going to lie. The past couple of days, I've had like these random, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Or why don't I know the answer to these questions? Like a lot of people ask me questions assuming that I should just know how to do these things. A lot of people think, you know, women have been preparing for their marriage or their wedding day since they were a little girl. And they're just things that I'm just supposed to know how to do. And I have found myself being overwhelmed in those moments of feeling like, am I actually prepared for this? You know, is the fact that I don't know these answers, is the fact that I haven't picked out my dress and my colors mean that I'm not ready? And of course, when you get into dealing with your mental health, you know that there's the voice that's actually you, you know there's the voice that might be your depression and your anxiety, and then you know there's the word of God and the voice of God. And what I have been loving through this process is how God has been speaking to me and just giving me these little moments of peace. Like the other day we went to the movies and we were literally just sitting there hands in hands and his head was on my shoulder and my hand was on his chest and we were just like, watching a movie. We were watching Venom and I literally just had this sense of peace and God saying, this is what I want for you. Like, this is it. When, he, when we talk about marriage and a future, it's just these little moments of peace and he's been like, this is what I want for you. This is why I have brought this man to you, to give you peace. And it's not about all the other expectations that people have. I've just been, or so for example, today when we were um, like I said, today we made the big announcement at church. So afterwards we went to um, lunch. And if you're from Brooklyn, again, Andrew West Indian, <laughs> 
we went to Footprints, and that's where we went to eat. And when we were driving back, he was tired because he goes to eight, he went to eight a.m. service and eleven o'clock service, and we were hanging out yesterday, so he's a little bit tired. And then as we're driving, he kind of fell asleep on my shoulder. And he woke up randomly, and he was just like, I love you. And I said, I love you too. And he went right back to sleep. And a lot of you might be listening to this and being like, girl, what are you talking about? None of that matters. Tell us about the wedding. Tell us about the ring. I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking listening to this, but I'm telling you that there are these moments of peace that it rushes over me, and God is like this. The anxiety, the stress, da 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 that's not what this is about. It's about this. It's about the comfort that you have with each other. It's the security. It's the love. It's, it's, this is what I've been preparing you guys for. And this reminder that while I might think that I can't handle these challenges and responsibilities, God has been there constantly saying, Nisi, I've got you and you've got this. So that's what I'm here to say. I am engaged only a couple of days. I had not made announcements on social media. There's family and friends that still don't know. Um, I was waiting until we had the, the ceremony at church to do this. And also, the day that he proposed to me, I was in tears, and I looked at all the pictures, and I looked hideous. <laughs> um, but today, and even in church, um, the, um, his best friend that prepared uh, was there taking pictures. He prepared like a little slideshow with music from the pictures that he took on our engagement, which was such a surprise. I didn't know they would play those pictures, which was very sweet. But again, I was there in tears looking a mess. <laughs> so I'm glad that today we have some proper pictures where I look appropriate and I don't look like I'm in pain because I'm an ugly crier. Um, so if you're interested in some of the pictures from today, you can head over to my strength and my shield, all one word on Instagram. Um, I'm very excited to celebrate these moments with you. Of course, as it's always been in my relationship, I don't share everything going on. I do believe in keeping things private, but this is a part of my testimony. I am a person that shares my life um, I'm here on this podcast talking about the ways that God is working through me, working, using me, and working through the people around me to bless me and also helping me be a blessing to others. A part of that is sharing my testimony. And my testimony is that I'm an imperfect person who has found another person, and we both are so focused on God, so focused on being the best version of ourselves. And he's often talking about the empire that he wants to build with me, and we're constantly talking about the degrees we want to get and the moves we want to make. And it's, it's a fun life, and I'm excited to share that testimony because it's as good. Like, my anxiety tells me, oh, don't get too excited. You know, things could fall apart at any moment. But I'm here to say that sometimes it's just good. And sometimes God is giving you the moment that you've been praying for. And it's important that in that moment you're still praying. Like, today I was in church and I was in tears praying for Thanksgiving, thankful that I'm here, but also praying for preparation, praying that I'm ready for the responsibility. So in me sharing my testimony, you know, like I said in the last episode about celibacy, I'm not here to say this is how you get a man, this is how you catch him, and all that kind of stuff. I'm here to say that I'm engaged and the responsibilities have already started to mount. The, the ideas and questions and who's going to be on the list and who's not going to be on the list and how many people and blah, 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 it's already started. And I'm here to say that at the end of the day, when I have those moments of peace with him, I know that that is what matters. The fact that we're there to support each other, the fact that we are there to love each other, the fact that today when we were with my family and like without hesitation, he we hold hands and he prays over the food. I could not have imagined when I first started dating that I would be dating a man who without question prays, that without question goes to God, without question leads me to God. And that is my testimony. My testimony is not just that I got a man, but 
waiting matters. Prioritizing God matters. And I'm here to encourage you that, yes, it's good to have a relationship and then go to God, but there's something so much more beautiful when you go to God first, and then when you have the relationship, you continue working on your relationship with God as you work on your relationship. I'm thankful that in this relationship, I don't feel like I'm with someone that's taking me away from God, that's making me feel compromised, that's making me doubt who I am. If anything, he sees me like I want to be seen, like how God sees me, that how God tells me that I am. And so those moments where I feel low or I have self-doubt, he's there to remind me of who I am. Not of who he wants me to be or who he needs me to be, but just like he sees me. I'm going to get emotional. He sees me as me. <laughs> and that's all I could ask for. I, I don't ask for perfection. I don't ask for, you know, all of the things that we put in the fantasy of what our life is supposed to be like. He just sees me and he gets me. And, you know, I don't know. I'm just happy. Um, shout outs to all the other people that are also recently engaged. I have a couple of friends that like boom, 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 one after the other. We all got engaged at the same time. I'm excited for planning. I'm excited for swapping stories. <laughs> I'm very happy and I know that the stress is going to come. I know when it's time to start talking about money and I've already got family members telling me that it's going to be over 300 people, which is just like, <laughs> with whose money? <laughs> but at the end of the day, the Lord will provide. And if that's how it's going to be, then I know that we'll make a way. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. If you have not done so already, please go ahead and leave a comment on iTunes. If you haven't done so before, this could be a time to leave me some words of encouragement as I'm entering into this new phase of my life. I am preparing to go from miss to missus. I'm preparing from going from dating to married. I am a fiance, which is even crazy to say. Um, we're still like sending each other texts in the morning saying, good morning, fiance. <laughs> but it's a good time. And so if you could please leave a rating, leave a comment, some words of encouragement. I'm very excited about this season. I'm very excited to be sharing this with you. This is a shorter episode. After this week, I will be going back on track to leaving episodes up every other Sunday. Uh, so look out for that. But until the next episode, take care of yourself, beloved. Mm -hmm.